Hi, everybody. Welcome. It's Atomic Radio Hour time. I'm your host, Vince. I'm also here with... Out of this world host, Olive. And we're, we're joined by a guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Uh, I'm Tomato Anus. <laughs> That's Welcome. a lovely name. I'd really love to hear the origin stories, Mr. Anus. Ooh, Have maybe you told later. the origin? Maybe later. Okay, okay. We, we can't um, just dive into the deep end. <laughs> yeah. Let's ease in. A little pinky toe first. Exactly. Adjust to the water. Um... How's everybody been? Any, any Anything new going on with anybody? Um, not really. I am actually having a pretty decent week. That's nice. How about you, Tommy? Uh, good. I'm existing. Uh, so can't <laughs> complain too much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, has... I, I, something interesting did happen to me. Oh, I got, okay. I got uh, vaccinated. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, the deep state put 5G in my bones. <laughs> So, um, if you want my <laughs> Wi-Fi password, <laughs> if you want my 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 five G Wi-Fi password, just let me know. Yes. Would you like to Would you like to tell the fine folks at home a little bit about yourself, Senior Anus? Can I Can I refer to you as Senior Anus? Is uh, that cool? Sure, sure. Only you, Olive. <laughs> um, I don't know. You maybe Mister Anus from you, Sir Sir Anus. <laughs> sir Anus. Okay. Knighted by the Queen. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> but no, uh, call me whatever. So, intro to myself. Um, I'm Tomato Anus. I run a YouTube channel named Tomato Anus, the Tomato Anus brand, <laughs> um, and mostly focus on yeah, <laughs> mostly focus on uh, speedruns as a whole nowadays. But started with uh, Fallout speedruns. Started speedrunning Fallout itself in january 2017 so a little over four years now and uh yeah just kind of slowly started with fallout speedrunning content and it's just slowly transitioned to speedrun content as a whole but still fallout a good amount so what was the first speedrun that got you into it oh loaded question um i guess there's two answers to that so <sighs> okay because i i've been watching speedruns since 2011 um and like i watched them pretty avidly from 2011 to 2014 and i was really big into uh like siglemic doing sm64 and narcissa wright doing ocarina of time and wind waker so like getting into speedrunning as a whole back then were those two doing those speedruns um and then in 2017 i was watching agdq and the run that pushed me over the edge to actually start doing it myself was tgh doing an undertale run as the finale of agdq that year yeah oh that's just such a, a wholesome run. Um, can't recommend watching that enough. So uh, after that, I was like, All right, I got to give my, this a shot myself. So then started with uh, Fallout 4 Any Percent. And to this day, it's my favorite speed run that I do. So Fallout 4 Any Percent is the one that cool. really got me hooked. Do, do you speed run? Like if you're just at home, like not recording, like ah, I got 35 minutes, I could beat four games. Like are you just is it a recreational thing for you or is it now like you're just honing a skill um i don't really do it like off stream and stuff like that off like when i'm playing games by myself i barely play games that like are single player beatable that you would speed run i'm like a big balloons type person and stuff like that so you don't really speed run power <laughs> cool. defensive like that um <laughs> but like off stream i mostly will like play game. i'm really slow with games i'll check every corner so a lot of people don't expect that but um no i i mostly will you play just fallout stream um just just do speed runs on stream and stuff like that and like fallouts 
I don't really play unless I'm speedrunning right now. So. All right, so hopefully some of that was salvageable. Uh, if I edited this the way I think I'm going to edit it, there should have been a screen saying that we messed up a little bit. But And if not, I'm your out-of-this-world ho- host, Olive, <laughs> and I'm here about 10 minutes late. Um, welcome to Mr. Anus, Sir Anus. Thank you. <laughs> and Tomato, if I'm nasty. Um, so before that happened, I, what I normally like to do whenever we have a guest on is just to get everybody kind of familiar, uh, get everybody marinating in the same kind of brain space. Uh, I just have a list of questions, the rapid fire questions. You could answer them as fast or as slow as you want. If you don't like the question, you could say next and we can mm. just skip it. You cool? Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. Okay. So first off is your name. Uh, tomato anus. Your age. 25. Your favorite fallout and why? Um, casually is New Vegas, just cause it's like nice game to, like you said, marinate. It's a good game to marinate with. <laughs> um, it's the best game. It's and, the best Fallout. Yeah. Game. And then, uh, to speed run Fallout 4. Okay. Uh, what's your middle initial? Um, J. It's tomato J anus. <laughs> <laughs> what does the J stand for? Um, have you, so I used to play a lot of Dota. Um, mm-hmm. and when you play on the US servers, typically there's a lot of Peruvians in it. Whenever they kill you, mm-hmm. they go ja 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 on chat. So it's tomato ja 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 anus. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a very, um, multi denominational name and I really like it. Yeah. Culture. Very, there's a lot of dimensions. Culture. Yeah. What's your, uh, top five albums of all time? Oh, fuck. Um, hell yeah. We're getting into it early. <sighs> Um, let me come back to that. <laughs> sure. Uh, do you still write in cursive? Um, no, only when signing uh, Tomato J Anus on my checks and stuff. <laughs> I love the idea of, like, your driver's license, the dog. Like, <laughs> uh, what's your favorite word? Mm, um, I really like unequivocable. Ooh, okay. Ooh. What's your I least do like favorite that. word? Oh, I don't know. Probably like Edgelord. <laughs> uh, iced tea or lemonade? Lemonade. Man of culture. Uh, voice protagonist, bad idea or worst idea ever? Uh, I'm going to say bad idea. Really? I think that, yeah. Thank you. I think that there are worse things they could have done. But like it's it's like, what if like <clears throat> instead of having a voice protagonist, they didn't speak directly, and instead they just wrote down everything and then held it up to Codsworth, <laughs> and he read your lines. Like you just, you, you, you would, you were more of a scribe. Like okay, I think that that okay. would be worst idea. You see, I think a great idea would have been if they communicated in ASL. That would be really cool, and it was oh, like that'd translated. be really interesting. Yeah. Have there been any games that have? Oh, um, I was going to ask if there were any games that like use ASL. Doesn't the new Spider-Man have a character that? Um, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Which one? Yeah, and Miles uh, knows ASL in the new Spider-Man. Really? Yeah, there's a really really cool scene of uh, someone coming up to him and being like, "Hey, like you're Spider-Man," and he's like, "Yeah, I'm Spider-Man, bro." And it's just like entirely silent, and they're just like talking in ASL. That's cool. And oh, wow. it was really cool because I took about two years of ASL and. Being able to, like, see, like, the excitement that they showed on the character's face that, like, their superhero knew how to communicate with them. It was really, really special. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really mm-hmm. cool. That's one of the reasons why Spider-Man is just, like, the best no matter who it is. Just, like, they're such a good Spider-Man dude to, like, connect with people like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, where was I? Okay, first or earliest memory? Um, my earliest memory was walking across my living room to our dog at the time, Kalijah, and petting him on the head. Aww. Uh, why don't they ever want to talk about it? Who knows? Uh, what's your... I feel like I already asked this in a sense, but what's your favorite... Fa- Did I already ask this? Did I already write this down? Yeah, you already yeah, did. Wow, okay. Look at me. Uh, top five movies of all time? Um, my favorite movies are like John Carpenter's The Thing, oh, No fuck Country yeah, for Dude. Yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah. Um, No Country for Old Men, uh, Hereditary. <sighs> I really like Cabin in the Woods. That's a bit of a guilty pleasure one. That's one of my okay. favorites. Mm-hmm. And um, a fifth one. I don't know. That's tough. Maybe like Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I've never even heard of that. I've never heard of that. Oh, do yourself a favor and watch it. It's so good. It came out um 2019. Um, and so the way that Oscars work for international films is pretty much each country, their Academy Awards nominate one of their own films to be up for best foreign film. And, um, France for 2019, they nominated the movie, um, Les Miserables, however it's pronounced, the Les Mis, but it's about like police brutality and stuff. Um, but I'm convinced, I don't know why they didn't pick Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I'm convinced if they had done that, like if... I think it could have beaten Parasite. It's really? so good. Yeah, it's it's. I didn't it's see a, Parasite. It's a period like Portrait of a Lady on Fire. It has is a, a ninety-five piece. meta score. Oh, it's so wow. good. It's so wow. good. This looks pretty good. It's incredible. What is it on? What can I watch it on? Um, I don't know. I'm just looking on IMDb. All right, what so else we good. have here? Uh, what simple joy makes you the most happy? Um. When when you go to wash your hands and it, you, your hands just dry like perfectly really quickly, like you know, like sometimes like you wipe your hands dry and you're like, ah, oh, still a little wet. Sometimes when yeah, you yeah. wipe it, and it's just like, wow, that was a real nice wipe. <laughs> Don't take that out uh, of context. Can I can I add my two cents to this one? Sure, because I've got a very similar uh, thing that I really like like that where. If I'm washing my hands, and, like, of course I'm using soap because of, uh, yeah. like, being a cleanly person. Of course. Um, I hate when the soap dries out my hands and I feel like I've just got, like, sandpaper hands. Well, just no, like, that's Ugh. because of the vaccine. Now you're going to become a, mm. a Jewish space lizard. Yeah. Oh, damn, you're <laughs> right. Uh, what else do we have here? What do you record and or edit in? Um, I record audio with audacity and like any video stuff i'll use obs um and then i also like i guess for camera stuff i have a old like or i have like a lumix panasonic camera to film like if i'm actually filming filming with something which is rare Mm -hmm. um but then i edit using vegas um like 2016 or something which i've I bought for 20 bucks on Humble Bundle when I was in college. Oh, wow. Um, cool. I've been trying to make the jump to um, Adobe Premiere, but it's so intimidating. You got to take the jump to DaVinci Resolve. Oh, God. It's I was thinking, free. Really? Is it good? The, the, it's the, free, the, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it's what we added everything in. It's free, and if you want to buy it, there's a bunch of like other stuff and plugins and whatnot for it, but I love it. Interesting. I'm not super familiar with it. It definitely uses a lot of the conventions that Premiere uses. I just kind of like the way that the workflow is a little bit better. And also the color correction tools are second to none. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. 
I didn't know you knew about color correction. Yeah, I mean, one of my best friends is doing color science, so. You're right. What did your grandma's <laughs> house smell like? Her dogs. Well, one of my grandmas, her her dog, her house smells like her dog. The other grandma, her house smells like her cats. So, <laughs> cool. Uh, what we, what is your favorite Nicktoon and why? Um, I'm a big Rugrats guy. Hell yeah! Dude. How do you big feel about Rugrats? Rugrats guy. Yeah. How do you feel about the new Rugrats though? Um, so I haven't. I don't know too much about it. I just heard that there's a new thing happening with them. So. There's a teaser out. It it feels like Rugrats, like just from the 30 seconds they show. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure the voice actor for Chucky, she died. Okay. And oh. they got someone who sounds like Chucky, but like I can almost tell that it's an impersonation. Mm-hmm. But it feels like a little very bit Rugrats. uncanny. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I'll have to check that out. I just recently, I think it was like two nights ago, I learned that. In the Rugrats series, Tommy's mom and dad are like 31 and 32. And that threw me for a loop. Really? Yeah. What? That Dude, threw it's me the for, hair. Like, uh, like, the ah, hair man. throws you off. I know. I was like, I don't know, like growing up, I'm like, oh, they're so old. And like you hold on to that belief growing up where if like you had to ask me, I'd be like, oh, probably like early 50s, but they have like toddler. So I guess it makes <laughs> yeah. sense that they're 31, 32. I have a feeling this one's going to, like, strike a nerve, and I want to apologize in advance, but Deep Dish Chicago Pizza, slop or garbage slop? I'm not answering that. <laughs> okay. That um, is blast. That is a blasphemous <laughs> question right there. Wait, 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 wait. Are you pro-Chicago-style pizza? You. Sorry, are we doing swearing? Yeah, yeah you can we swear. Can, we, can, cool. we can say fuck the fuck yeah. Word. Oh, my God. I'm a Chicago boy at heart. I love yeah. Deep Dish. Oh, my God. Like, I'm so sorry that you've never had, like, good pizza. Oh, I, I have had good pizza. Okay, so here's – let me clear up this misconception. Okay, so okay. many people are like, wow, you're from Chicago and you like deep dish? You must have that every time you have pizza. How do you just eat that bowl of soupy tomato juice every time <laughs> you eat pizza? It's like, no. Deep dish is for special occasions. You have it three times a year tops. Like, you don't have it too often. Thin crust, so many good thin crust places. Had thin crust for dinner last night and tonight and lunch tomorrow. So thin crust is the go-to. I, I can fuck with some thin crust right now. Yeah. <laughs> all I'm so, going to say is Chuck E. Cheese does not serve deep dish. It's all I'm going to say. You're right. I mean, <laughs> they have Charles the Entertainment pizza. Cheese. Uh, what else? Where, where do you find inspiration? And that doesn't just have to be for videos. That could be anything. Hmm. Um, I would say like overall, my biggest inspiration creatively is Bo Burnham. Um, okay. Like growing, growing up, he was the person that I I watched the most and, um, just that type of humor and the thought that goes into his stuff really resonates with me. So that like anything creative, I've always kind of thought to him for inspiration. Um, but no, I don't, I don't know. It's a, that's a good question. Everyday life. It's hard to think of things that inspire me just i'm trying i'm kind of person that just tries to plow through it one day at a time what's your favorite bo burnham joke oh that's tough um so i think that there are so i think okay my favorite one is one that probably not a lot of people have seen so um he had a show on mtv called zach stone is going to be famous 
Mm-hmm. Um, have either of you seen it or heard of it? Mm-hmm. I remember it. I remember it having like eight episodes and then he started tweeting it like Pizza Hut if he can get a job or something. Like, yeah. It's, it's it was, really much, yeah. They did, um, it was 12 episodes. It was one season. It was like in 2013 or 14. And the premise of the show is he plays Zach Stone, who's a kid who just graduated from, bless you. Sorry, my girlfriend's sitting in bless the room. You. She just sneezed. Um, <laughs> the, the premise of the show is he just graduated from college and he spends he wants to be famous that's his goal so he spends all of his college savings on a film crew to follow him around and like record him so he can become the next big hit and in one of the i think it's like the first episode um it's this clips on youtube so you can easily find it but like he annoys his brother or whatever and then it just does like a smash cut to him running down the stairs he goes hanging with zach and then he jumps to slide down the railing and he jumps on it and the railing just breaks and he falls down <laughs> the stairs and it's so quick it's like a five second gag and it, but it's just like so <laughs> out of no it's so good <laughs> uh that sounds really fun it's so good it's a really fun show it's really hard you, it's like if like you're someone who likes to like be a bit seedy and use a VPN and torrent things, can't find it anywhere. So I've been meaning to buy the DVD of it. So how much is the DVD for it? It's like ten bucks. That's it. Nine, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, do you think we're living in a simulation? Um, only when things aren't going my way. Tight. That's uh, a good answer. What's your least favorite game of all time? Oh, I have an answer for this. Um, okay. People are, might hate me for this, but Witcher 2. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I, I, well, most miserable 20 hours or something playing through it. Um, how'd you I feel forced about the third one? I didn't play the third one because the second one turned me off so much. And it wasn't yeah. like, it wasn't the writing or anything. Like to me, the, it was just like the gameplay of it was just, I didn't, it felt like everything. The way I explained it to my friends who are like, why didn't you like it? It's like, it feels like someone just before you played, walked around with a stick of butter and rubbed it on every single surface and every single thing you can interact with just rubbed butter all over everything. And then when you play, like, cause it's so animation based, it's just, it doesn't feel good to me to play. That's what I heard about the third one is that you just kind of, it's like someone just mopped the floor Yeah, and you're just like, <laughs> no, uh, I think that's actually just the NPCs seeing Geralt walking around and just, you know? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I know nothing about the game. It's one. It's I, like it's like cyberpunk to me. Like I don't want to play it because I know the community around it is just not the best. Yeah, that's fair. It, I mean, almost, CD Projekt Red uh, do that. Undertale. What's up, Olive? I mean, that's CD Projekt Red for you. Yeah, oh, oh! I didn't even realize they're the same studio. Yeah. Okay. What's your uh, favorite iced cream? Uh, good question. It's Superman ice cream. Okay. Um, which a lot of people huh. haven't heard of. Have either of you heard of Superman yeah. ice cream? Yeah. No, it hasn't. You haven't heard of Superman ice cream, Olive? It's we grew up in a small best. town. It's the yeah. best. My girlfriend just made a face like, what? You haven't heard of it? It's the best. Um, what is in it? it? So it's it's a mixture of three flavors. Um, it's Blue Moon, which is the blue ice cream. It's it's called Superman okay. ice cream because it's, it's um blue, yellow, and red swirled all together. Um. And it's Blue Moon, the yellow is vanilla typically, and the red is typically uh, like black cherry. And just the oh, combination of the really flavors good. is so good. It's like whenever I tell people about it, especially like online, most people haven't heard of it because it's like mostly a Midwest thing. I think it's like – I think it's originally from Michigan. Um, okay. That makes so sense. It's, it's not I'll have to ask common. my Michigan friend about it. Oh, it's so good. It's so, so good. 
You don't. You never had it, Olive. There was a place no. by me that had it. You know where the two dollar Dollar Generals are by me back home. Yeah, the further one by the other elementary school. Mm-hmm. That one, that place that served ice cream, always had. It. I'm surprised you never had that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've never, I've never had it. What's your favorite game of all time? I feel like we kind of might have touched on. We this already kind of touched on it. Yeah. Well, my favorite game of all time is Kingdom Hearts. The original Kingdom really? Hearts, which one? The, the first one. I think the second one is the best one, but I think the first one's my favorite, just because I have so much nostalgia for it. Mm-hmm. Kyrie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's like it's like slowed down, so like you can hear the audio yeah. compression. Like Kyrie, it's so good. <laughs> uh, how was I your mean, day today? Oh, I'm sorry. Ugh. Oh um, no! I, I was just going to go on to Kingdom Hearts. Uh, do it, do it. Fuck it up. I feel tangent. like we don't talk about your favorite games at all because Kingdom Hearts is one of, another one of those games I just have my, no interest my, in. My spicy hot take, which is I feel like a pretty popular opinion in, around, around Kingdom Hearts, is all of the good parts of Kingdom Hearts are just Final Fantasy, just a little bit airbrushed, a little bit. Like all the interesting stuff with like Organization Thirteen in like Kingdom Hearts Two. Like that's all just that's literally just Final Fantasy. Like Yoshi P get in here. I can see that. I to me though the best stuff isn't necessarily the 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 stuff for me that resonates the most with Kingdom Hearts isn't like the actual plot or anything. It's just like the the prevailing theme of just like, you know what? We got our friends, we're all here for each other, we're going to get through this together, we're going to be together in the end. And that's why oh. we have to defeat the darkness. Darkness, yeah. darkness, darkness. <laughs> Unlock darkness. the light in your heart and overcome the darkness. But um no, I just love darkness, how everyone's darkness, there for darkness. each other. Yeah. It's so good. And that's the end of Kingdom Hearts 3 then just hit me so hard with like cuz that's I never finished it. Oh my god. You like it. I know I like no, it. No, no. I still haven't finished it. Senor, you like it? The end you of like it? three? Ooh. No, you just like I, three in general. Um, I think three is it's good. It's 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 like I could see why people hate it because it's so cheesy. It's such a hokey game. Um, but it's I, I I'm enjoy a sucker it for cheesy. Th- yeah, I'm a exactly. For cheesy. Me too. So I like it. And then um, I just the ending of it just it. hit me so good. Cool. Well, how was your day today? It was good. It was good. Um, worked a lot and chilled a bit, and now here we are. Cool. That yeah. was going to be the last question, but uh, what's your top five albums of all time? Okay, so I've been thinking Oof. about this a bit. So I don't know if I have an order. Um, yeah, that's fine. Just just so five one, that are like your go-to. Yeah. Um, so one of them is Ballads Won by Joji. Um, that's, that's a go-to for me. Um, okay. Then... Two other ones are both EPs, so they're only like five songs, but it's Change of Scenery by Quinn92 and Bloom by Quinn92. Okay. Um, oh, let's see. I, I really like Color and Shape by Foo Fighters. Okay. And then I think maybe Blank Banshee Zero is like my go-to background <laughs> music. Wow. So, I haven't heard of Blank Banshee uh, in a while. Dude, wow. I haven't heard – do you remember Simpson Wave? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, every time I think – okay, so I hear Blank Banshee and I automatically think of Teenage Pregnancy. And yes. just that one that one fucking edit of Sunday School. I think it's called Sunday School of Bart Simpson going to church and Marge being like, what is this? God damn. I wish, I wish, I wish Vaporwave stuck around a little longer. Me too. I mean – 
I mean, you, know I mean? you can you can find stuff that has a lot of inspiration from vaporwave. Oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah, I have a couple of playlists I'm working on right now that are kind of like post vaporwave, but like still actually kind of good. All right, this is this is a follow up question. How do you feel about Young Lean? Uh, I'm not super familiar. Okay. I know I know the name, but I haven't really listened. If you like Blank Banshee, uh, I'm pretty sure Young Lean was like huge like when he was his biggest was around that time i i really credit young lean to a lot of people that are doing stuff today like popular music wise and he was just some dude from sweden who liked pop music and just like invented cloud rap more or less and like i don't feel like enough people will ever give him the credit he deserves cool i'll have to check that's that's the 20 something questions that i had um all right, so you're a fucking titan of ru- speedrunning games, and I didn't you're realize, like good, bro. Yeah, like I didn't realize Thanks. how well, like how big you were in speedrunning until we were just on the speedrunning page, mm-hmm. um, and I realized that the 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 what do you call it? The lowest thing that you are is because it's on fucking console. Yeah, like um. <laughs> I think the lowest you have that isn't on console is like eight. Like, I didn't realize that you were that fucking, like, awesome. Thank you. No, I think I credit it mostly to I'm a quick learner, and um, I had a lot of time in college. Well, not really, but I put (laughs) a lot of time into it in college. Um, Way too much time into it. Should have focused on my grades a bit more. But, um, yeah, no, so a lot of time into it in college. So, like, developed those skills pretty soundly for all the Fallout games, and... Um, yeah, like whenever I want to run one of them, it's really easy to bounce back into them and just like refine with new strats. So you really know how to mess with Todd's baby. Yeah, that's a good way <laughs> to put it. Yeah. So like especially we- New Vegas, even though that's not really Todd's baby. So I was just trying to explain to somebody how to, um, I can't remember the exact name of it when you like reload and jump reload dashing. Yeah. Okay. That was close enough. Like, yeah. uh, I was trying to explain that, and they're like, well, how do you do it? And I was like, I don't fucking like this. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> you hold W, you do 2, 2, F2, up, enter, or left, enter, um, tab. I'm, I think I might be forgetting. Oh, uh, right, cl- left click, tab, something like that. Um, it's wild. But <laughs> Did then, you um, dream? I'll, I'll take sorry. your word for it. <laughs> I was going to say the, the crazier thing than reload dashing is infinite dashing, which is the thing where – you cripple your legs at the exact moment you do it, and then you can fly mm. like a plane. <laughs> huh. Well, that I tried explaining, too, with uh, Speed Cripple to somebody. Yeah. And they're like, well, how do you do it? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Oh, I just watch a guy on YouTube do it. Yeah. I am so, like, impressed by the idea of punch warps. I just think they're crazy. <laughs> like, I was watching your Fallout 4 speedrun um, earlier today, just, like, to, like, remember. And just... I don't know. I'm just I'm just so impressed. Yeah, it's punch warping is freaking awesome. It was found by one of my friends, Brongle, who found so much for Fallout 4 back in like early 2017 up through like mid 2019. And um, he, he kind of found punch warp like most glitches are found on accident that are used in speed runs. Mm-hmm. But just it was so crazy seeing it progress because it started off as something we were calling blitz warping. And that lasted all of 30 seconds um, <laughs> be- before we like found out more about it. But it was because there's a perk in fallout 4 called blitz that increases i th- i think there's it's twofold what it does but one of the main isn't things that, that do- uh strength 10 i think so 
Um, it, it's it's down. It's for sure down there on the perk chart. It has a high requirement. Um, but what like the, one of the main things it does is makes it so your VATS range is incredible for po- uh, for melee attacks. And he was messing around with the idea of using it as an alternative to running. He's like, maybe it will be faster if like there's like if you're running down an alleyway and there's an enemy at the end of it, you pu- you vats attack them to get down the alley quicker than just running so that's how it kind of started and then like he was messing around and kind of got teleported one time and then just quickly figured out why and how it worked and yeah now you can just teleport all around the map by punching mines it's amazing it's agility nine i looked it up um is there is there like when just say you buy a game like say you get hyped up on like tom clancy's rainbow vegas three okay like one second i'm getting myself in the, the mind space of getting hyped up on tom clancy's rainbow vegas 3 okay i'm ready okay when it's you a get, casino heist game <laughs> when you get the game in hand like is your first like like is your first thought like okay how am i gonna dismantle this and it could be any game i just use that as like a brand new example like do you think like how do i dismantle like take apart every single piece like you want to see the wiring like because i I, I just want – I don't know. I don't really understand even what I'm asking. I guess what I'm saying is like how do you find these things? Like is it just like <clears> – That's a, a good question. So I myself have never been one for finding things. Um, when when I get – like a good example is Outer Worlds. When that came out and when that was like building up, I was like I'm going to be speed running this game. Um, but like I'm in no rush with stuff. My My mentality with like – streaming and producing content around speed runs of stuff even if it's a new thing is i'll get to it when i get to it i just want to enjoy the game at least for myself first because i don't want to ruin a game by rushing through it my like my first time playing through it so Mm -hmm. i when i go into stuff like that like for new releases i don't kind of i don't really try and break it apart and figure out how things work but oftentimes yeah speed runners will like just right away just trying oftentimes rush through the campaign as quickly as possible so they can see how to do stuff like to actually progress the game and then just kind of like ram their heads into walls over and over um <laughs> get out into that messy little sandbox of yeah code. exactly so like it, it, it depends on the person for sure like because like i said i don't really find things myself there's like several different ways you can be involved in speed running you can be uh like just a runner which is pretty much what i do um, you can try and find glitches. You can try and route the, the actual runs because there's a difference between finding things and routing things. Um, there are people who That's test. an exercise in like efficiency, right? Exactly. So I, I really enjoy routing stuff as well. I like being given like all we know and then figuring out the fastest way to do it. But I am so bad at finding things. I've found in my four years of speed running, I found maybe a minute of time save at most across all of the games that I've speed run, oh, wow. which is like nothing for someone who's as involved as I am and runs as much as I do. So, well, who um, found yeah. the, the glitch for uh, cyberpunk, the sex glitch. That, which one? I just watched the video a little while ago. It was like this, this run was an hour. Now it's 11 minutes. Yeah. So that was kind of rapid. Um, it was like two and a half hours one day and then it got cut down to an hour and it was – I don't know who exactly found it, but it was a combination of finding a way to – because originally you had to play through the entire intro, get to the the title sequence, which takes a couple hours, and then you can go have sex. Um 
but it, it was, takes forever. Yeah. Yeah. I was like four or five hours into that game casually before I got to the title card sequence, which is just absurd oh to think God. about. Um, but I don't know who, but like it was someone found a way to get out of the intro sequence that just involved, um, involved running along a monorail. I think, I think that was the first way it was done. Maybe not, but like, it was just like a bunch of random, like someone, Oh, we found out that if you equip your katana weird, you can spam it and fly. And they're like, Oh, we can implement that then. And like, so it's just like, it was just mostly people finding little fun things, and then finding a way to implement it into whatever runs we were doing at the time. So when it comes to an older game, do you find it better to do it on an emulator or the actual hardware? Um, if it's not hard to get your hands on, I myself am like, a, I'm a very like physical collector type stuff with like old video games. Like I would like to Vince have a copy like that of it. too. Yeah. Cool. Um, but there's nothing wrong with emulate. Like not everyone has the, like the means or disposable income to buy capture cards and like an NES and a uh, cart of super Mario world stuff uh, like that. Like not mm-hmm. everyone has the means and the the income to do that so like if like emulation is your only option like i'm totally for that i'm not some people are kind of emulation purists and like you'll see that in the youtube comments of oh this he was like recently um the super mario brothers the original the world record was done on an emulator by someone playing with a keyboard you just know that hundreds of comments on youtube especially on probably facebook of videos of it getting reposted were probably it's not on the original hardware it doesn't count so there are snobs like that but it it doesn't really matter you do what like works best for you so is that the one i think i might have seen that one that's is that the that's not the bot driven one right no this was like an actual person who just happened to play on keyboard do they show the guy in the video? I think he shows his inputs. I think he like has a keyboard cam in it. Okay. There's a vi- there's like you said that and it hit me with this like wave of 2009 YouTube where I remember watching this dude and I don't remember if he was doing a speed run or if he was doing if he had a bot set up and at the end when Mario's supposed to jump on the flag, he misses it by like that much or like does something where he like jumps off and misses it and jumps again. And mm-hmm. every comment was just, we can shave this down by a second. Like it was yeah. like, we, oh. and I was just like, Oh my God, like what, what, who, who is trying to beat this game this quick? Yeah. And then turns out there's an entire, <laughs> when, when did the speed running scene pop up? Um, most people will trace it back to like the mid to late nineties with doom demos. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's quick demos. Huh. Pretty much like the demos. Like originally the big, um, the big speedrunning website originally, aside from like super niche stuff, was um, in the mid to late 2000s was Speed Demos Archives. And that comes from um, like the demo replays of the f- finding the fastest way to play through like your old Doom and Quake games and stuff like that. So a lot of people credit that um, as being like the birth of speedrunning. Um, of course, like you have people who competed in like arcade score attacks and stuff like that. And with some games, like you get better scores for how fast you go. So that plays there. Um, some people will credit to like GoldenEye with being like the first one to actively, um, promote the idea of trying to beat levels as quickly as possible because you unlock new cheats and stuff every time you beat something like below a certain goal time. So uh, some people credit GoldenEye as like kind of the birth of speedrunning. GoldenEye has one of the bigger speedrunning communities. They call themselves the Elite. Um, wow. 
So yeah, and they've been around since. <laughs> to like claim the, late- the title of the elite is yeah. a pretty. It seems like a pretty big deal. Yeah, it is. So I mean, I'm also not, Vince. I'm not I can too... link you to a really good speedrunning history video if you want. Yeah, I I I know Tommy's videos. My my exposure to speedrunning is I used to work at a gas station. Like of my personal life, other than your videos, is. I used to work at a gas station and it was the middle of the night and we had to, we had to empty out the lottery machine every night at like two or three in the morning. And the kid I worked with, I was like, yo, you want to speed run this? You want to speed run this, uh, emptying the lottery machine? And he would, he unironically looked at me and he goes, you want to do a glitch list? And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and we just did. <laughs> like, that's the only speed run I've ever done. We never clocked it, but like, I know virtually nothing about it i'm very interested in it like i watched a uh arkham city run and it was like with glitches was like 13 minutes if that and i i feel like i know that game inside and out and to watch somebody like dive downwards like clip in and around and like move and all of a sudden hugo strange is here i was like what the fuck is happening so i'm interested in it it's neat yeah yeah i've actually got a question so, I my uh, exposure first exposure to like speed running was uh, speed running like Mario games, and I'm not a speed runner because I'm bad at video games. But I do have a background in like creating video games, so I understand kind of the underlying technology a lot of the time. But my uh, favorite speed run that I've ever seen was a Breath of the Wild speed run, and like I really like Nintendo speed runs. Do you have, like, aside from Fallout, like, what are some of your favorite, most, like, notorious speedruns? So, um, a lot of people kind of cock their head at me when I say this, but I don't really actually watch speedruns anymore. I kind of, huh. I just don't really get you too into them out. nowadays. Um, so, the only speedruns I'll watch and get, like, really into are, like, Super Mario 64 and then, like, Wind Waker. I like Waker. Sunshine speedruns. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that one's a cool one. I never have actually played Sunshine myself, so I can't really get too in, into it. Um, mm. but that is a, a really cool speed run to watch. But not for me, it's like I'll watch Super Mario 64 runs and some like Wind Waker runs. Um, and then if like one of my friends is streaming Fallout runs, I'll watch them just to support them. But I'm not a big speed run watcher these days. So, but if I had to watch one, I'm super into this, uh, Super Mario 64 community. Why do you think really cool. 64 has such a big community around it for speedrunning? Because that game broke, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think that a big thing that plays into it is just it's one of the most popular games of all time. Um, and really, like, it doesn't matter how good or bad a game is to speedrun. If it's popular and people have a lot of nostalgia for it, they're going to speedrun it. Um, and, like, a lot of times you'll see people especially on like the speed run Reddit people be like, I'm a game dev. How do I make my game? So more people will speed run it. And the top comments pretty much every time is just make a good game. That's what you should focus on. Don't wow. focus on catering to speed runners. Don't make it with speed runners in mind. If people like it, they're going to speed run it. So you have like super Mario 64 is a classic. Um, and just so, so many people have so much nostalgia for it and it has a good like toolkit for speed runs. So it's super popular. You have more modern games like Celeste and uh, Mario Odyssey. Just like oh, being, Celeste is so good. Yeah, like those are just super well received games. People are super passionate about them, and they also have good movement toolkits. So naturally, people speed run them. So I think that it's the most important thing for someone speed running a game is the quality of the game. How do you feel about um, the remake of B- Battle for Bikini Bottom having like speed run tools built into it? 
Uh, I think that it's cool that developers recognize it and they help make speedrunners' lives a little easier in a sense. Like in some mm. ways, like the first time I ever saw that was kind of like once I was in speedrunning where a developer kind of had speedrunners in mind was with Hat in Time. I'm sure that there were plenty of times beforehand, but that was the first time when I was actually in speedrunning and I saw um, they have a speedrun timer that you can turn on, which a lot of times when people think speedrun timers, they think you just start it and then it stops when you stop. But for PC games, um, we have to factor out the loading times mm-hmm. because some people have super fast PCs. And if you're comparing a full run with loads of someone with a super fast PC to someone who runs on like a laptop, the person who can buy a better PC is going to have a big advantage, like regardless of how good their run is. So we um, have it. We script the timer so that it pauses during loading screens and Hat and time had that built in. So it was cool to see that, but I'm sure there were plenty of times other than that. But I, I really like when devs acknowledge the speedrun community. And I know specifically with um, battle for bikini bottom, I know the world record holder for the original game, uh, his name shift. Mm-hmm. And he, actually flew out to um oh, what's the name purple lamp studios is i think the people who made the, re- the rehydrated okay they, cool and they're in amsterdam they flew him out to play test their game and like because he no one wow. knows the movement of the original game better than the speedrunners who play it for thousands of hours so mm-hmm. he was able to go in and feel it and say hey this feels a little off in this way and like he gave them a bunch wow. of notes for helping make the movement better um, like they're aware of the speed run and some exploits. So they patched out a couple of things that you couldn't do. Um, wow. but it's, it's cool to see them like devs acknowledge the speed run community in any way. Um, a good example as well as, um, for Titanfall two, the, there was a skip in the middle of the run that used to be done one way. And one of the devs at respawn, um, contacted the community or like hinted to the community, like, Hey, there might be a faster way to do that and dropped a hint. And then they were able to find Ooh. a faster way to do this skip because uh, the, the developer saw and wanted to help out. So it's, it's really cool whenever developers recognize the speed runs and recognize the communities behind them. That's awesome. The thing that I think is really interesting about speedrunners is that they're generally so dedicated to the their their craft to their speedruns that um there's a lot of uh like high stakes like emotion that's attached to it. And I think that building that connection um, and that community is something that's really, really cool about video games. Like, you can't really, like, speed run a Picasso. But I just wasn't trying hard enough, apparently. I, obviously, I wasn't <laughs> trying hard enough. Um, but I just think it's just such an interesting community to see that speedrunning is, like, even that it exists. Yeah, it's it's some it's wild and it's such a good community too. Like of course every community is going to have their shitters, but by and large the speedrunning community is so wholesome and just together. Um and it's just it's something it's so silly, you know, just playing a game more and more so you can play it less and less. It's such a silly notion <laughs> and um, yeah. but the the fact it's that kind so of many ass backwards. Yeah, it is. But it just the the fact that so many people get behind it and just find so much unity and common ground in it as something that's fun to do cuz like it's such a rush, like getting a new personal best or watching someone who's been grinding and grinding and grinding and see them finally have that breakthrough. Like a, a, a really recent past couple months, um, really recent example is um, a speedrunner named Simply just got he, – he's been speedrunning Super Mario 64 for years. 
and he just mm. got the world record for the first time, but in a big way. Oh, and cool. um, like he was like like having a very emotional reaction on stream, and his parents came in and they were hugging, they were watching the stream, and they were hugging him, and they were super into Aww. it, and they were like saying, "It's it's an awesome clip." If you look it Is up, this the um, hippie like, dude. Uh, who simply himself? Yeah. Um, define hippie. Hippie in what way? I I I remember briefly seeing a video about like. This dude breaking a massive, I think it was 64 record, like just, just blowing this, like, and he came mm. out of nowhere. It could be him. If by hippie, you mean shirtless, then probably he's shirtless often on stream. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but no, that, that's a really like good, wholesome clip that just kind of shows what the speedrunning community is all about. And like, we can't have the events because of COVID right now, but like games done quick and ESA, which is European speedrunners assembly. Like it's just like everyone GDQ getting together. Sorry? Uh, GDQ is awesome. Yeah. And it, it's just like watching the event and everything. It's just so cool to see all these people come together just for like over a shared hobby. Even if like, like there's, it's like still a varied community because like Fallout speedruns are super different than like Mario speedruns and stuff. But like we have that common ground. We come together and raise a ton of money for charity. It's just such a awesome community. So. I wanted to ask you about that. I wanted to ask about like the process of applying for it or do they mm-hmm. ask you to come out like So the process for games done quick um traditionally is because I I say traditionally because I know that there's been a, a couple exceptions um behind the scenes but typically it's um so like the event will happen and then after like a few weeks after each event then a submission period opens up for about like three weeks or so. And that's when you record a run as if you were doing it for the marathon and submit it. Like you do commentary mm-hmm. um, and you submit it. And then pretty much they have this huge list of submitted games, thousands and thousands of submitted runs on their website. Um, and then they have a game selection committee and they go through and refine it down to the actual um they accept and decline runs and then there are some runs that are chosen as a backup but pretty much they have a committee that goes through and selects pretty much what all the runs are going to be for the event and then they release the list and then a few weeks later they release the schedule so it's one of those things where you submit and just cross your fingers so cool okay is there you think sorry go ahead no no you you you. i speak too much anyway (laughs) uh what do you think of minecraft speed runs I think that they're a really, really cool. I'm not a big Minecraft person. I'll say that up front. Um, I played Minecraft barely in like 2013 or whatever on the 360. And I played it like for two weeks last summer. Still have no clue what's going on in it. I constantly drop things on accident whenever I play. Um, so I'm not Mm -hmm. a Minecraft person, but I think it's a really cool example of a speed run where like, the the big things that play into it are like yeah your actual technical skill but the big thing is your knowledge like it's one of those Mm -hmm. runs where if you're doing random seed it's just so much based on your ability to think on your feet and just your knowledge of the game and it's just a really cool example of like you can really shave a lot of time off by just like keyboard shortcuts exactly and it's just like just knowing of like oh I got this um like I found a chest with this that means like it's just like it's so much thinking on your feet and improvising and I think that that's a re- I'm really glad that there are speedruns like that in our community that are so improvisational so yeah. so I love my speedruns go ahead without saying any names do you think he cheated yeah yeah oh definitely oh I'm so convinced okay I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm a math too. guy. I I studied engineering and math in college. They're like so astronomically 
like, sure. Like there's, there's a small chance that he didn't, but so mm-hmm. astro the odds are so astronomically low. It's so improbable that he didn't mm-hmm. cheat. So besides cheating, is there any like strat that's looked down upon? Yeah. Um, one big one is strat hoarding, which is where you, uh, find something and then refuse to tell the community, um, just maybe at all or, mm-hmm. um, so that that one is like pretty much frowned upon by everyone is finding a strat and refusing to tell anyone because some people are like that. Some people are really weird about it. Um, the thing that's maybe a little less frowned upon is finding a strat. And if you're close to record, using it to snipe the record, um, that's okay. a little more in the gray area. Um, mm-hmm. And I think a big factor in that plays is how long you hoard the strat for. Um, like if you find something and then right away you do a run without telling anyone and snipe it, it's like all within the span of a couple hours. That's one thing. It's another thing to find something, hoard it for months, grinding the record and then do it. Cause that's months of time that you've wasted for other people in the community who mm-hmm. may have been and you've doing practice and practice and practiced. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like all the tools should be distributed like democratically. That's just my personal take. Yeah. And I think that's how most people see it is like, it's, it's, the goal of speedrunning, for the most part, isn't necessarily one person trying to drive down the time. It's a community trying to drive down the time. It's like a team effort. Like people aren't out there searching for glitches for necessarily just them to use. They're out there searching for glitches for everyone to use. It's a just people love the games and they want to destroy them. So they, as a community, <laughs> are just trying to do that as a group. So, do you remember the first time you encountered a glitch, like not with a speedrun, but does anything like stick out in your mind? Yes, and I was actually thinking of it yesterday. Um, oh, wow. I, I was thinking of it yesterday because it's in the video game version of Peter Jackson's King Kong. Um, and I was listening to a podcast okay. talking about that movie. And like, I was just thinking about it. And it was because I'm, I was stuck for so long. I had it on the GameCube. I loved the game. But there was a part specifically where you had to like burn down some, you had to kill these like flying bat type things. Mm-hmm. And then you had to burn down the bushes to progress. And for some reason, I just couldn't burn down. The bushes wouldn't burn. And th- I was just stuck there. And I, it was only a couple years later when I started a new game that I was able to like beat it because the bushes just wouldn't burn down for some reason. My game was just bugged. So that's the first time I ever experienced a glitch that I can remember. And it was infuriating Mm. because I was so far in the game. I thought I was far in the game, at least. Cool. You're like the third person I've ever heard talk about that game. Oh, it's, it's a, it's a blast from the past. Yeah. I never got to the Kong part. I like didn't, I I couldn't get it. I was, I was very young when I, when I first had it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, no clue how it holds up, but I had a, a good time with it. Do you know of a game called I Ninja? Speaking of games we grew up with, <laughs> oh, I'm familiar with goodness. the name. I, I don't know about the actual game. All right, it's by um, Argonaut, I believe. Back in the day, I think I don't think they're around anymore. And it was voiced by Billy West. Like it was just it was just a game. That, like I saw a commercial for once, and I remember being like seven and be telling my parents like I want that game. And then I never saw anybody talk about it. Like nothing. Um, I just I just want to know if if you knew anything about it because I want to know if there's any speed runs for it because I remember that game taking me what felt like a decade to beat. Just because I'm I was sure so young when runs. I had it. Pro- Is there any game that doesn't have one? <laughs> can you speed run Tetris? Most people can find a way to 
create speedrun where speedruns don't exist. Yeah. With um, any game. There yeah, that's a good way to put it. Like there are speedruns of Tetris, so it's kind of like betting on the coin toss of the Super Bowl. Like you can find a way to game. Okay. It. Yeah. And like I to me, the question, are there any games without speedruns is kind of like what is it like rule 34 if there's if it exists there's porn of it then rule 35 if there isn't then there will be porn of it so for me it's yeah. like rule 35 mm-hmm. is like how speed runs work if there isn't a speed run there will be a speed run of it what games are you gonna speed run next Ooh. what are you um, gonna tackle good question right now i'm doing i just streamed on a couple nights ago um i'm doing fallout three runs for a category to eat a baby um <laughs> so it's, about that. Yes! we were literally really? just talking about that okay cool yeah. we were just Speed talking about cool, that cool, cool. i personally would eat the baby vince would not yeah so it's it's speedrun to eat a baby because <laughs> if any listeners are unaware and there's one baby in all of fallout 3 and it's in the pit dlc and there is a mod available that makes it so at the end of the quest line you can either save like normally you save the baby and kidnap it or you leave the baby, but it adds the option if you have the cannibal perk to eat the baby, which makes you immune to rads. And it was like just a joke mod. And like we were um, talking about this, I think last week or the yeah. week before. Well, actually, we twice just did... because we lost the episode. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> we just did our our lore series on the pit um, and on um, Asher Ishmael Ishmael Asher uh, last week. So nice. That's I, funny, I, funny coincidence. that you bring that up. I need to know more about this now because this like next time I play Fallout 3, I have to eat this child. Like, what what is <laughs> how, what is the strategy like in so many words of getting to yeah, the pit? Yeah, what's the like, route for eat the baby? So, um, right away, it's actually really interesting. It uses a glitch that isn't used in any other Fallout uh, three. It's a glitch in Fallout three New Vegas, and it's not used in any other um, speed run for it. Uh, so it's it's cool that there's actually like technically you have to use a mod to do the speed run, and by default, if you use a mod. Um, if you use a mod in your speed runs for the fallout community, your runs invalid. So like, it's a bit of a gray area. Like it's not going to be an actual category, but it's like a fun meme run. Um, yeah, so the, yeah. but still it uses a glitch that, um, other runs don't use, which I'll get to in a second, but you escape from the vault right away. You have to make sure to do as um, a baby. No, we're not, we don't do it as a baby. Oh, you have to make say sure baby on baby. <laughs> yeah. So if you exit the vault early, um, either as a baby or a 10 year old or, um, like 16 year old, however old you are before the final sequence, um, then you can't level up and like you do level up and you get the health increase, but you can't take perks and, uh, assign skills, um, like your skill points and you need to be able to get perks for this run to work because you need the cannibal perk. Cause you need the cannibal um, perk. Yeah. So you exit the vaults like in the way that you do it in the all quest speed runs where you complete the quest escape, which means you level up when you exit, mm-hmm. um, which means you can level up in general. And then right away we do speed cripple, which we mentioned earlier. Uh, if you're on, if anyone listening is unaware, it's a way to increase your movement speed from about 100 units to about 160 units uh, by breaking your legs and loading at the same time. Um, and it's really, really finicky, really fickle glitch, really annoying. Um, and then after that, you run to the pit or you run to meet, um, I believe his name's Werner and you, mm-hmm. oh, um, the thing is though, 
is um, because it's my category, I came up with it. I came up with a bunch of arbitrary rules that I wrote on the back of this business card for a local dispensary. Um, so things that are required in the category that have nothing to do with the actual run is one thing you have to punch butch when you're in the vault. So that's required for the run to be valid by my book. Um, and then rather than making a straight beeline to Werner, you have to go and grab the alien blaster. That's part of the category as well. And you also have to teabag the alien while you're grabbing the blaster. That's another one of the rules. Um, <laughs> then you go to meet Werner and you kill the Raiders by him. And then you go to the pit. Um, you fast travel there and then you run over. I believe it's one of the bridges there. I don't know if it's specifically the Roberto Clemente bridge, but when you're running over it, there's a bunch of mines and bear traps and you specifically have to disarm the first mine and the, uh, the last bear trap on the bridge. If you don't do that, the run is invalid. Um, and then you go and you you talk with Medea real quick. Then you um so in order for the for you to eat the baby, you have to get the quest stage of the final quest to a certain spot. Um so you have to do the actual quest. So there's really only three quests that you have to do. The first one is um you have to collect a bunch of steel ingots. So you go do that. Wait, do real you have quick. to collect all of them? Do you have to get have all to the ingots 10. for the run? <sighs> you have to collect ten. Oh. So okay. Um, you go, you collect 10 ingots real quick, you fast travel, talk with Medea t- uh, twice, and then you um, go and do the arena, and we have the alien blaster for it, so you clear out the, the arena, and then that leads to um, where level skipping comes into play. When you finish the arena for the last time, you level up, which is good. Um, so you need level 12 to get cannibal, and at this point, we're only turning up to level 3, which isn't very much. That's 3 and 12. Mm-hmm. They are not... Uh, they are unequivocal. So, um, <laughs> so what you have to do then is level skipping, which is where when you level up, um, there's the little text that says level up that pops up in the bottom right corner. And as that's fading out, you enter a door to another room. Um, and you have to make sure that you have save on travel turned on. So it makes an auto save whenever you enter a new room. Um, and, when you load in then, then it'll say like level three or whatever. And then you load the autosave, turn around, and then when level up fades away, you enter the room again. And then it'll put you at level four. And you can do that back and Ooh, forth wow. until you hit level 12. So the upside to that is that you it's called level skipping for a reason. You aren't actually getting the perks from leveling up. You only get the perk from like when you decide to actually go through with a level up, which is what we do at level 12. Um, you don't get to assign skill points for each level. You skip it every time. Um, the only thing that you get the benefit of for doing all the different levels is you get the health increase from them. Uh, so we do that to get to level 12 quickly. Um, and then we take the cannibal perk and then after that, we're pretty much set to go and meet baby Marie. Um, and that leads us to the final rule. When you get to Haven outside, there's a big statue and a bridge that leads under its legs. So one of the rules is you have to walk over the bridge, but you can't walk under the legs of the statue. After you cross the bridge, you have to go around the statue. Because um, where I went to college, there was a big statue on campus, and it was bad luck to walk under the legs. So I keep that in my daily life whenever I see big statues with uh, that you can walk under the legs of. So I made that a rule for the category as well you can't walk you have to go over the bridge but not under the legs so then after that you can go inside um you don't talk to werner you just go up and talk to uh, i believe it's asher and you progress the quest and then you can eat baby marie i have to tell you how surreal that was to listen to you do that in real time i feel like i just watched a youtube video (laughs) i 
I am like reeling from that and I can't wait to see it. Are you going to do this on stream? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't stream often, um, because I'm a, I'm a pretty busy person. Um, so when I do stream, I'll be doing that. Um, as of this right now, when we're recording, uh, tomorrow I'll be streaming it. I'm not sure if I'll be streaming it past that because I want to get this video done. Um, cause I take, I take my time. I take my damn time for things. You take uh, and, your time with speed runs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like to do them nice and slow. Um, and so I, love, so yeah. Um, so like recording commentary and writing the script and stuff that takes me a bit. Um, and then after that, my plans are to do speed runs of fallout Four VR. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. I like cool. fallout Four VR a lot. I think it's a pretty decent VR port. Yeah. So we're going to do that and hopefully it's watchable <laughs> because <laughs> that, so. that first, uh, like what should be 10 minutes in fallout VR. I must've got exploded 50 times because Olive had a VR headset and I was just like, I want to look at everything pre-war for like an hour and a half. So like the doorbell's <laughs> going crazy. Codsworth is trying to talk to me. I'm like, I want to look at this Grognak book. But that's awesome. That's fucking. Yeah. Did you do it? Did you have you've done it already? You've already recorded the baby eating. Um. So I've recorded. I've done like two, three full runs of it. Uh. So that's why I'm streaming again tomorrow. Is I need to get a run that's more to my standards. So, uh, I streamed like a couple days ago, figuring out the route, just kind of getting comfortable with it, uh, making all the rules. So, um, <laughs> on the back of now the that we have all the rules set, I'm comfortable <laughs> with it. Tomorrow will probably be the day that I get a run that I'm comfortable with putting out and do a YouTube video because it's a meme run and it's not a, okay. Like for fallout four, I'm really like into the runs and I want to make sure I get a good run when I make a video for it. But it's like a, a meme run that I'm the only one who's probably going to ever do runs for. And, uh, it's not for fallout four. So I don't like, I'm not going to put a ton of time into it when I could spend that time working on actual videos. If you don't mind <laughs> sharing, what's your current PB for eat the baby? Uh, I think it's like 20, 25, 20 minutes, 25 seconds. I'll let you know in a second. That's uh, not bad. No, I think I could shave it down by about another minute. Uh, 20, 29. So oh, I think wow. I can shave it by about a minute. I bet you can get sub 18. Sub 18. That would be tough. That'd be stretching it. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe, but I think, yeah, we'll see. Maybe. Cause my, my PB is a, a good amount of mistakes. I'm probably going to aim for like mm. a low 19 and call it a day there. So, yeah, uh, it's a uh, it's a funny it's a funny run, especially when you have to teabag the alien. It's required. If you don't, <laughs> the run is invalid. Do you ever get to use the blaster? Or no. Yeah, that's the weapon. So <laughs> the reason why you have to get the blaster is because originally uh, the route was like pretty much uh, like a recreation of what the pit DLC speed run is, where you go and like you pick up a, a Chinese assault pistol from one of the raiders that Werner's killing and you use that and then later you use an assault rifle. It's like and I like grabbed yeah when I was streaming, I grabbed the Chinese pistol and I tried killing the dude and I ran out of bullets right away. And then I just had to punch him. I'm like, this sucks. And one of my friends is like, dude, just go get the blaster. It's like a it's a small detour. So it's like, you know what, blasters are required. We're you have to get the blaster for this run to <laughs> That's be <awesome>. valid. <laughs> That's I mean, awesome. it works for having the like fight, the little pit fight ring. Oh, so. it's so fast with the blaster. It's stupid. I feel like this is a dumb question, but do you use vats in the speed run? Um, for Fallout Three in New Vegas, not really. No, I didn't think so. I was trying no, to like you just kind of you just kind of just like pray that it doesn't zip around <laughs> like you know how it does in those games. It doesn't yeah, go yeah, straight. Yeah. Cool. 
Uh, we're yeah. just about at the end here, but uh, the most cliche of all questions, someone who wants to try speedrunning for the first time, what would you tell them? Um, don't get discouraged. Be patient. Those are the two cool. big things. You have to have perseverance and you have to have patience. Uh, you're going to make mistakes. Your runs are going to suck at first. They really are. Everyone is there. Everyone, like, it's one of those things where I like to liken it to, like, playing a guitar. Like, you see someone playing a guitar and it's like, man, I'd like to do that. And then you pick it up yourself and you strum and it sounds awful. And you're like, man, I will never be able to play like that dude I saw on Venice Beach. It's like, well, no, because that dude's been playing for over a decade. You're comparing yourself to someone who's practiced a ton. Like, you shouldn't. A lot of people will do their first run and look at the difference in time between their time and the world record and be like, man, I'm so bad. And they get discouraged. It's like, no, everyone starts there. You have to be patient. You have to look at your like your runs that die like due to mistakes. Don't look at them as a, man, that was a lost personal best chance. Look at it as a learning experience. Look at what you did wrong. Try and figure out um, what went wrong, why it went wrong, and what you can do next time to try and remediate that. Like Look, look at each lost run as a learning experience. Try and be patient with it. Um, and if you change the mentality behind losing a personal best pace run or a world record pace run from losing that opportunity to like a new opportunity to learn and make f- future attempts better, it makes it like a much healthier mental space to be when doing speed runs. Um, and like, un- like one thing that I always say on stream, like when I last summer, I did a really big fallout for any percent grind and I lost a lot of really good pace runs and everyone in chat would always be really down. Like, Oh, that like we lost it. That's awful. That sucks. And I'd be like, no, it's like, there's going to be better runs. Like that, that was, mm-hmm by no means the best run that will ever exist. Like it's nothing to get down about because one day I'll have a time better and a pace better than that run was. So just have to try and change your perspective on it and not, um, not think of it negatively. Look of it, look at it as a learning experience and be patient with yourself. So you saying that made me think of, of another Ooh, question. I'm sorry to do this I to you. I also have a follow up. No worries. <laughs> no worries. Um, what is the video and or run, even if it's not documented that you're proudest of? Um, good question. Um, thank you. R- the run of my own that I'm most proud of is probably um, that NBA my, one, right? Yeah, my NBA Street <laughs> Volume Two run that I did once. Um, yeah, no, uh, that one. But a close second, I would say, is probably my Fallout Four Any Percent run. Um, okay. or it's a beautiful run. Thank you. Um, also my anthology personal best at the time that was a really solid record nowadays i think that it's a pretty free run a pretty free record for someone who's familiar with all the games because so much has been found there's so much free time saved there from just new strats so at the time that was a really solid record um so i'm pretty proud of that run video as a whole i really like how my fallout 4 any percent speed run explained video turned out with my newest pb and then um, also my newest video, my Titanfall 2 speed run explained that I made with my friend Brian Otto. I'm super proud of. So Cool. Cool. Yeah. So I've got one more question. Um, when one of your runs gets unseated as the top, what goes through your head? Uh, it depends how it happens. Because um, like... I just like being of- the best is like intoxicating. It it is it is and you have to try and uh, curb you have to try and curb your ego big time. Uh, I was mm-hmm. I was going to make a joke of like I wouldn't know what it feels like, um, <laughs> but I do know what it feels like. Um, no, it's like I would say it depends how it happens. I would say more often than not, 
Um, it, it feels good. Like if you, if you look at speedrunning, how I described earlier, like more of a positive thing than a negative thing, uh, in terms of mm. the experience of grinding out stuff, uh, it's, it's a positive experience. Like someone else like got to experience the thrill of it. Um, and it's just a sh- a sign that the community as a whole has driven the time down lower. Um, so I, I find that to be the, the positive mental health spin on it. Um, and it's an opportunity to, exactly, to throw hands and, exactly. and unseat them. Free content. <laughs> exactly um so yeah i would say like of course there like there is parts of you inside that like it's like oh come on mm, mm," you know there are parts inside like that's that's in in human nature you know everyone has an ego to some extent so to have Mm -hmm. like your world record taken from you like it's it's only human to like have somewhere deep down inside where you're like man fuck you um (laughs) what hurts more a, a a time beaten by seconds or minutes yeah, like okay, like <laughs> <laughs> like if it's beaten by seconds, um, mm-hmm. to me I would find that harder to take than minutes because with minutes really? that either means one the person really fucking deserves it. If with all the same strats they blew your time out of water, they really deserve that. Um, or they're using a new strat that exactly. you can then use in your run. Exactly. So that's why I would feel better about being beaten by minutes. Um, if it's okay. but like. Regardless, like at the end of the day, if someone takes your record from you, they put in the work for that and they deserve the the time in the spotlight as well. So, um, yeah, it's it's like I said, it's only human, though. Everyone's going to feel that reaction somewhere as much as everyone wants to say they don't somewhere deep down. You have some sort of reaction that's negative, like um, unhealthy in some sort of way, be driven by your ego. But um, by and large, for me, at least, it's like I, I try and put the positive spin on it. It's good for the community as a whole that there's not only a new record, but by a new person as well. It's nice to see a bit of diversity at the top. That's awesome. Cool. I, I That's everything. I know as soon as we stop recording, I'm going to have six more things to ask. But <laughs> um, would you like to plug yourself, sir? Um, Google Tomato Anus, and I'll show up for <laughs> whatever um, – for whatever social media platform, the only one that I don't have tomato anus on are Instagram. I'm tomato dot anus. And then, <laughs> um, I always have to, I always have to put this out there. Um, on Reddit, I don't have the username tomato anus. Somehow someone thought of the name before me on Reddit and they took it and they commented once ever on a porn picture of someone wearing like a cow mask and says, you got beef. <laughs> and I just, the idea of someone with the, they haven't used it ever since. So the idea that someone like on Reddit be like, Oh, tomato ace i wonder if they have a reddit account and they look it up and they see the only thing is from like 2012 of someone commenting <laughs> you got beef or got milk or whatever on the porn of someone wearing a cow mask and thinking it's me it just like just hurts my core it just you never told us the, you never told us the story behind the name oh do you want to know yeah dude okay so if, you're, if you you don't have the talent if it's a secret you don't, you don't have, have the to talent. tell it yeah, yeah. Oh, no 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 I, okay okay I'll tell you I'll tell you um so this was I think sixth or seventh grade it was my friend's birthday and he has a June birthday so every good story we, starts like this <laughs> so, so we we go to his house and we're playing lots of uh, lawn games we're doing the thing where you put the the spoon with the egg and you yes! walk with it and you don't we're doing that we're doing um. Oh, I'm trying to think of other thing. The big one though was uh, the water balloon toss. Hell um, yeah! Where you have a partner or whatever, and men were um, made. <laughs> yeah. So my friend's mom thought it would be funny to prank him by, um, like they were like, "Oh, like it's my son. 
I don't care if I ruin his swim trunks. I'll just buy him a new one. So her her thought that was funny was to fill a red balloon with red paint and then hit him with it. Um, so she threw it and missed and hit me right in the butt. And the red paint exploded all over my swim trunks. And it looked like um, the my swim trunks were kind of green. So it looked like it was a tomato from the big red splatter and the green on the outside. People were like, it was a tomato, a tomato butt, tomato anus. So, yeah. Wow. Did That's people refer so to you as that before speedrunning? Yeah, jokingly. Wow, that's awesome. That's yeah, fucking so awesome. awesome. Yeah. It was only when I was like 17, 18 that I thought to use it as a username on things. That's super tight. Yeah. I love it. Well, it's Thanks. it's got a great ring to it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, blessed that thank my you mom's for- uh blessed that my friend's mom hit me in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, so thank you for much. having me. Awesome. It was awesome. I feel like I've learned a lot. So I've got a recommendation or a request. Sure. I would like to speed run this outro glitchless any percent. Um, <laughs> do you think the mods will will take our run? Uh, let's let's hope. You ready? All right. Yep. Uh, timer goes up on Shane Ivers. So yeah, go. So if you want to get our intro music, you can get it. It's called Feather Duster. You can get it at www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. Vince, tell us about social media. If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on social media in the links below. There's a link to my Twitter. I'll Twitter in the show. So there's also a link to our Discord. Thank you to the Discord. Uh, join. That's how we recorded this episode with Senior Anus. Uh, and while you're there, if you can click on our Patreon, thank you to our patri- patrons. Uh, we have to thank them real quick, and we will do that in just a moment. Because of them, we can do shows like this. We have Noah. <laughs> Noah, thank you, Noah. Um, shit, Danny. <laughs> we love Danny. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. Bones Jones. Thank you, Bones Jones. Um, that's it. Yes. Uh, so check out our check out our Redbubble. You can find us anywhere that you could download a podcast, and we're also on YouTube. Make sure to give us a five star. Uh, subscribe. Make a response video. Something. Just tell all that you look pretty today. Something, please. Just leave us a comment please. or a thumbs up. Um, Atomic Radio Hour <laughs> podcast. Bam. Yeah, Goldman. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, we should we should try to submit that. To, we should try to submit that to uh, the speedrun website. Um, no, seriously, thank you to everybody. Thank you to the Patreons. Um, this has been a fun episode. Um, thank you for everything. I love thank you all. You. Thank you for being here. It's been a pleasure Bye. as always. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. A Goulman Entertainment Production.